five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Home podcast, your premier podcast covering both the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Light Force, joined virtually as always by Omni at Omni Stripe and Jordan at Sir Dr. JM, the host of the One Man Watchpoint podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello, hello. Yeah, we, we've been at it already, like discussing the magic that is the human anatomy before uh, we went on there. We can just, you know, mm-hmm. carry over. There's not much news, I guess. There's is that the some. show with that? Is, is is about the human anatomy because from G-rated. an artistic perspective i don't want it to like come off weird right we're discussing different you know um yeah <laughs> it started Picasso. we were we were talking about picasso mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's true we were talking about picasso <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. The, to the listener right now you're probably trying to make sense of what's going on and to be honest i can't describe to you what's going on because i too am trying to make sense of what we just discussed <laughs> it it's hard to discuss these things with body parts near mouths and things like that so hands hand foot and mouth that's what i'm talking about oh man <laughs> so that's the show we're probably done now i mean what a way to go out Ah, yeah, no, we're here to talk about what's going on in the Overwatch League, which honestly isn't a whole lot more than what we had told you was going to go on two weeks ago when we last recorded an episode. A couple surprises sprinkled in. We'll talk about that. Uh, The Toronto Defiant, they decided to make a splash, and uh, the Vancouver Titans, not so much. So we'll obviously touch in uh, on that, too. And uh, uh, we all hail Master Chief, and it's finally official. I mean, the Mm -hmm. pinned tweet, which it was back when it was Twitter... Uh, was uh, January 18, 2022. Mm. And that was when we rebranded to a Vancouver Titans, Toronto Defiant, and Xbox podcast. Hmm. It can Anyhow. be. Or like a Microsoft Excel podcast could be another alternative. Uh, that would be, that'd be thrilling. That Discussing that uh, moving the spreadsheet instead of, uh, you know, moving the payload. If... If the pin tweet is from the twin, the, wow, the 2022, January 2022, does that mean I have not been on the show for a year? Anybody keeping <laughs> track of when I joined? I don't know when you joined. When I did you either. join? <laughs> but I know you guys were already covering Toronto when I, when I joined, so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that, that rebrand had occurred during the pandemic season. Oh, there. but. It's also twenty twenty. It's also Xbox is what you added on there. On correct, it oh, was okay. after the acquisition. I see. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So maybe I was there sooner. All right. Someone, I'm pretty sure you were. Someone who knows how to search Twitter should find that out because I don't know. Yeah. How. Um, you have to pay extra for search on Twitter though. Do you really? I, I know. Oh no, no. But it doesn't work. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> yeah, it's there's seriously. Um, what was formerly Twitter is now X, and it's. It's a mess, <laughs> but Hey, we're still on it. Uh, you know what? Let's start to, uh, let's start pushing the payload. Moving the payload. Join me. The Vancouver Titans. They exist. The Toronto defiant. Only Casaurus does. See what I did there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are news. Yeah. I mean, the Toronto defiant made the big announcement. Um, they have elected to keep Casaurus to work, uh, with whatever the future of competitive overwatch 
as it happens to be. Um, but yeah, all the players were granted the opportunity to go and uh, test free agency. Like, I get that that's how everything is being positioned because teams themselves still allegedly don't know what's going on. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, but it's kind of weird when it's like, you know, thanks everyone. You know, we wish you well and we hope you to find something, but we really don't want you to go, but we kind of have to let you. It's just this awkward space. Yeah. I wonder why though, like the justification to keep, um, Kasaurus and, and not any of the players. Like they, they like the food he was cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> They're like, Oh, let him cook again. Maybe. I think um, it was funny, actually, because I, I had kind of been pondering this as well. And then on another popular Overwatch League podcast, they actually hit on the same thing that I had been thinking. And it's that Kasaurus comes across as the type of guy who, uh, although he obviously has spent a lot of time in OWL, so he has, you know, game knowledge and things like that. He has, I think, a lot of strengths that they could utilize in other esports as well. Um, mm. obviously we so have them like cross over to mad lions or something. Yeah. Like have that. them cook for them as well. Mm. I'm just kidding. Not, not cooking, but, um, yeah, I, I think he, he kind of, he spoke to us about how their approach to building a team has been more about a lifestyle about, you know, supporting yourself in all areas, not just the game and that kind of thing. And I think he definitely could have a place in, I mean, Call of Duty League is the easy one. It's also Toronto based, but yeah. he's also European. Also. So he could easily, you know, or relatively easily, probably more easily than someone who's, you know, home base is Canada, uh, go over to Europe. And yeah, maybe he does spend some time with, uh, with the League of Legends side of things. So I definitely could, could see them utilizing him in that sense. Obviously keeping him, you know, around for whatever the future of Owl is, you know, also being a, a, a possibility. So. Yeah. And that actually makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just, again, it is still weird. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, you know, you're, you're having to hedge bets and posit to the possibility of a future in competitive overwatch while at the same time, not really knowing what that would look like or happens to be. We also don't know what type of contract he was on. Like, mm -hmm. was he on a two year contract? We've heard Adam, um, specifically talk about two year plans in the past. Mm hmm was Kasaurus part of the two-year plan and then well year two wasn't an option mm -hmm. uh, we don't know yeah. one other thing that uh, we do know out of toronto though is that uh, all uh, outstanding overwatch league entry fees have been waived now to set this up for you on the morning of october 19th i wake up <laughs> from a, a slumber to see a press release from overactive uh, uh, media and in it it talks about the waiver of the entry fee. So I'm curious. It's, you know, as I ought to be. And I noticed that the uh, value of the fees was $8.2 million Canadian and in brackets, 6 million USD, which coincidentally is very similar to the amount that was uh, sort of bandied about in the rumors as to what teams would get should a vote occur. And so I just happened to ask, if it, that coincidence was actually coincidental or not, you know, has the vote taken place and no word of a lie. Like I go and I share this cause I, I get up in the morning and it's like the first thing that I go and I, I share it's at uh, seven 19 in the morning um, Pacific. And uh, well, 
10 minutes later, Adam, he, he retweets the overactive post and he says, note the elimination of the entry fee was not conditional or was conditional on completing the owl season. It does not relate to the going forward vote. Both were coincidentally for 6 million, but they're unrelated. So one RSP has major power. Apparently two, maybe <laughs> that was the coincidence, but three, I mean, if the fees that were left was just 6 million, and the original was like a 40 buy-in mm -hmm. that doesn't seem like as significant as I had sort of thought teams would get back unless there was a greater amount. And this was just sort of the, the final phase or payment yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Maybe each season, uh, like a, a piece of that pie gets like eaten and that's what we're left with. But I, I think we're focusing on like, not the most important part of this. Now that the entrance fee is waived, that means we can like go in and start our own uh, squad in there, free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Can we get bumper? Uh, yeah, he might be available, right? <laughs> I mean, we would be arguably with bumper um, competitive with the, uh, I don't know, Las Vegas, although <laughs> they don't have a team anymore either. So, or at least players. Oh man. Anyhow, that's sort of where things stand, uh, for the Toronto Defiant and, uh, Vancouver. So time to dive in the fray. In the two weeks uh, since we last recorded, other teams, as we had told you, were going to start making adjustments. Um, that said, not all teams are making as clean of an adjustment mm -hmm. as we had thought. So four teams have made announcements that everyone has been let go. Uh, San Francisco Shock, the Seoul Dynasty, uh, New York Excelsior, and the uh, Los Angeles Valiant, they have all cut everyone. We're talking about players, coaches, um, lower mid management. Cause again, GM can vary as to where they exist. Uh, but those four teams have sort of said, we wish them all luck. You know, it's sad to see all go, but they're not the only teams that made adjustments. For instance, Boston made adjustments. They let a good number of people go, except they decided to keep decay Smurf and Moby Dick as well as pre. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting here is they kept an assistant coach, not a head coach, Decay, who seems to survive just about everything. <laughs> he never decays. Smurf. Right. Smurf, I, I could see, like, if you're going to think, oh, I'm going to build a team or something like that, and this is a player that like, could be, you know, in demand. Yeah. But again, we don't know why those <clears throat> four were kept. Again, could it be that they were on a deal that required the contract to be honored or bought out. We don't know. Um, were those options that were exercised? We don't, we don't know. We just know that those are the four that Boston is keeping around. Not to be um, left out. The Washington justice got into that game too. They cut just about everyone except for four. 
Alpha E, Flora, Taru, and assistant coach Danny. Again, another team keeping an assistant coach over a head coach. What is interesting, though, is Washington quite publicly said, we have elected to exercise the options, which is weird because if you consider the Overwatch League is no more, let's say that's the way the vote goes, those contracts, I would imagine, are written in such a way that don't have an out for that. Mm -hmm. So that means you've just exercised an option on a contract that you now have to honor or buy out. Two, if you happen to have a future competitive Overwatch scene that's not the Overwatch League, these players are on Overwatch League contracts. I don't know how well those would translate into the new league. Maybe they would, but again, like would the you know requirements of a standard player contract with the Overwatch League be equivalent to the standard player contract of the new league? Who knows? It was just the exercise of those options was kind of weird. And that's not to suggest that other teams haven't done it or are doing it. It's just, again, that was the first, like, no circumstantial evidence whatsoever because they outright said it. And in Florida, Florida did pretty much make a big splash. They let everyone go except for Albert, their GM. Uh, Albert is still around. And Jordan rightfully said, look, why the heck does it count if a GM was kept? <laughs> well, because San Francisco, for instance, didn't. Like there were teams who have said everyone's gone. So I felt that that was again, interesting that they had elected to keep Albert. Mm -hmm. I guess like whoever does that is the GM, right? And why would you let yourself go? You know, you get that paycheck. (laughs) Well, (laughs) there are people above the GM who can also say, Hey, I think it's different, different orgs. Like, you know, I, I mean, I guess I could be wrong, but I feel like Albert must work for misfits and he was in charge of the Overwatch League portion kind of thing. Whereas in another organization, maybe, I don't know, whoever worked for the Overwatch League side, at, even as the GM. Mm-hmm. And so when, you know, the Overwatch League side goes away, so do they kind of thing. Um, like, uh, I mean, Avala, as a GM in Vegas, and Avala, Avala was given the peace be with you before the season was finished. I was going to say, you tarnish your reputation, though, and do they really want to keep you around? Because... Uh, Sounds like some things happen there, but things. Um, yeah, I don't know. To touch on the Washington piece, that one to me is probably the most curious because Washington wasn't very good this season. Like they didn't have a stellar roster. Boston, on the other hand, you could argue. Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to argue that they were very good, um, and with the caliber of players they had around and the in the history those players have in the league there's some logic behind keeping them regardless of what happens. Um, Washington mm-hmm. though really is a strange one. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I would say alpha is a very skilled player, but Tiru Flora, people always said, you know, the potential's there, but never really saw him, you know, rise to that potential. I do wonder if it's a bit of a gesture of good faith where they're kind of saying, okay, look, you know, you, you get signed for a season, you don't just get handed one paycheck for your entire salary for that season, right? It is paid, you know, assumedly biweekly or, you know, twice a month, whatever, maybe monthly. Um, so maybe they have some idea of when that vote is taking place. And maybe the idea is, look, we're going to sign you. Yes, the league is probably not going to be around for you to collect your full, just pulling a number out of thin air, $60,000 contract. You will collect paychecks, you know, at some point or 
maybe that doesn't even start until the season actually begins. So yes, you're signed. Yes, you have air quotes guaranteed employment. But again, it's all contingent on the league surviving. And it is to say, okay, even if the league does go away, well, guess what? We were willing to take that chance on you and keep you around just in case the league stayed. Now that it's gone, hey, remember what we did for you? Do you want to come join us again kind of thing? Um, like I say, it's, you know, to me, it seems like it's more of just a gesture of good faith. You could do that. And then Alpha Yee says, well, I've got an offer from these guys and I'd rather go there. Um, but that's, that's kind of how it reads. It's no longer simple. It's no longer simple. You have a contract. And, and I think I agree with you though, that the contract would only be valid for the Overwatch League. That's why, you know. But you see, that, it might be only valid for the Overwatch League, but a standard player contract does have language in it that prevents you from mm-hmm. going elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, I, 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 I get it. I just, the weird part for me is the, when you exercise the option, you're exercising the option on something that's. That exists. <laughs> that exists, that is quote unquote guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Don't take that as meaning, well, there's no buyout. There is. Mm-hmm. However, whatever the newness will be newness that is like, I think we all agree. The overwatch league is dead Mm -hmm. as we know it. Jeez. So you've just signed people to deals to a dead league. I was going to say, I mean, I guess the flip side is your org says, bye-bye. We're no longer a part of this. Is the The contract contract straight up just void? No, maybe if you're organized, if you're Chengdu and you say, Hey, bye-bye. We're no longer a part of this league anymore. What happens to well, those okay. contracts? Well, <laughs> what okay, do they enough. care? <laughs> fair enough. I mean, someone could say like, oh, this this entity no longer exists. Try to get payment from us. Mm-hmm. But that's a legal issue. Like, that's the thing is there is a, a, a legal issue that now exists in regards to a, a contract being signed. Like I and I in Chengdu is also a weird situation because they <laughs> did they actually have a team before they decided to contemplate. I don't recall if there were any confirmed. I don't think they did. I think it was mostly speculation about them. Right. But that's, but yeah, that's the thing is if none of those deals had ever actually been signed off by the league, they don't exist. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyhow, I mean, we're, we're speculating because that's what we do best. But even that it like the speculation is like, what what we do best. (laughs) No, true. I'm just trying to, you know, grasp for, straws here as to why we still exist master chief isn't in the game yet so mm-hmm. we've got this this time to bite her no we need with. we need the seraphim first hmm. before master chief Any. the real microsoft superstars <laughs> Anyhow, that song came um, out right i i missed it 26 what was it really released they, they have another song that was just released, but they are debuting something, I believe, on the 26th. So a couple days from oh. Well, a couple days yeah. from recording. I did see a notification. Maybe it's a trailer. So in two weeks' time, lots more is going to happen. Like, we know that there'll be more teams that'll make announcements. That's going to occur. But something really big is happening. I'll put this in the rundown. But uh, on uh, the weekend of November 3-4... Um, which will be just before we record next is BlizzCon. Now, BlizzCon generally is where stuff occurs. 
I think we can all agree. Uh, Overwatch 2 and uh, Le Seraphim have something that's going to be happening at BlizzCon. So again, Overwatch will have some representation. You've got the Overwatch World Cup. Uh, most of all the casters we know are going to be involved in that. It is possible that something could be shared there. I don't know. Like the league would have had to have had a vote. And I have to imagine that this showcase event, they'll have to have some certainty because there are going to be questions asked. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, the fact Other is, than us, the game is still around, right? I think they'll just they'll lean on that fact and <clears throat> they'll lean on the Overwatch World Cup more than anything. Um, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I don't expect any announcements about the league at all at BlizzCon. Well, I'm not saying the league, they would get on stage, you know, the league is dead. <laughs> they, like, I'm not suggesting Phil Spencer's going to come out. Overwatch League is dead. <laughs> All hail Overwatch League 2. Yeah, it would be, you know, one of Bobby's last uh, announcements. <laughs> let him ho- be left holding the bag as he D- goes on. Don't let him cook. Don't sunset. let him cook. Please stop him from cooking ever again. <laughs> uh, on that note. Microsoft closed the transaction uh, with Activision Blizzard. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean it can't be undone because apparently in the United States, um, you can go and undo these things. But uh, as it stands, that's how you do it in Microsoft, right? True. Uh, the brands have been brought together and uh, it was shared that uh, Bobby Kotick is going to help in a transition through to the end of the year. Like we're talking a couple of months and then he's uh, gone uh, as someone in one of my, the communities I'm part of outlined when major transactions like this are conceived, generally speaking, the transitional period of CE former CEOs lasts years. If it's good. Oh, really? Next day. If it's not hmm. and anything less than a long period of time is very interesting peace be with you i hadn't i hadn't heard yeah, that don't, don't let the door hit you on the way yeah. out yeah i mean you like look at what happened when you know twitter went private that type of situation is like <laughs> don't let the doors hit you on the way out rightly or wrongly that's what happened in this situation a couple of months to a calendar like the end of a calendar year mm-hmm. like what functionally gets handed over in a period of time so it's just a thought that there's some golden parachute that bobby has been provided Bobby's out and someone well, else moves in and takes over. Look, he needs time to like search for a new job and everything. Cause he, w- he wouldn't want to be broke on the streets. Right. Mm, if true. they just kicked him out next day. But, um, we don't know what the future of overwatch or blizzard under the Microsoft umbrella will look like. Uh, some of the talk has been along the lines of, uh, blizzard being separated from Activision and King and each one of them being run independently underneath the parent of Microsoft. Um, that would mean that you would have someone in charge of Blizzard. Have you seen um, some of the tweets today? I have not. Well, friend of the show, Samson, uh, I believe at Samson XL, tweeted a nice uh, a nice little image of, of someone raising their arms to the sky in a sunset with chains breaking free in between the two of them in celebration of the fact that uh, a banner in the background of a photo at uh, Blizzard no longer had Activision's branding on it. It had Microsoft and Blizzard. 
Ooh, and that was nice. okay. So then that that would hold true. I mean, that yeah. make, that makes sense. Like Activision Blizzard, like Microsoft Activision Blizzard doesn't. That's Act- a lot. Activision is no more. So yeah, there was there was another good one that uh, I'm not well, sure. When you say Activision is no more, well, I mean, are you trying to imply that Activision owned Blizzard? I mean, realistically, yes. <laughs> that true, but like they were they, a merger of two I companies. Know. Yeah, and that's why we had ATVI. As a, this is a symbol, but it was yeah. Activision Blizzard. So they two are separate. There was there was another one that I saw from someone who works uh, on Overwatch. I'm not sure who it was because I lost the tweet now. But uh, they had a picture of a table that looked like it had some cookies on it, and they were all icinged, and uh, some of them had Blizzard written on them, and some of them had Microsoft written on them, and there was a noticeably absent Activision. So. I'm just saying that it sure seems an awful lot like they're doing everything they can to support the fact that Blizzard is its own identity or its own entity, I should say, and uh, hopefully will mostly go back to staying that way. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, well, we'll learn more when we learn more. I don't know. It just seems to be the way things are. I don't know if you did that intentionally. There's a little pop noise. It sounded... It was very timely. No, I keep, I keep <laughs> hitting my microphone oh. and uh, the uh, mic arm. It sounded here. a little like you popped some champagne for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally did. <laughs> oh, um, and I guess the other rumor is that the uh, hog rework uh, is currently been delayed because hogs big and reworks take long. Hogs big. You know it. He's a chunky boy. Coming back to that mm-hmm. anatomy talk at the beginning of the show. So, do like reworks take? Is there like a correlation between the size of the character to how long it takes to rework them? That's the implication, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's what we we can gather from it. <laughs> well, um, I'm, you know, I know we talked about this, la- you know, two weeks ago, but I'm genuinely curious now if it's delayed and it's taking longer. That that implies the rework is much more. Um, evolutionary comparative to the quote unquote sombra rework we recently saw. Maybe. What you, they give him f- a jet pack. <laughs> With a, a little a little pet cat that has yeah. a jet pack that rides on Hog's back. And there you have jet pack cat. <laughs> Grabs well, him and it's awesome. just straining its Overwatch the whole time. saved finally. Right. Oh okay. Uh so I've been playing Super Mario Brothers Wonder. <laughs> and uh, my daughter has really started to get into Mario as a result, which is kind of cool because like the very first video game I played was NES Super Mario Brothers. Why I bring this up, there is a, a elephant fruit that you can get in game. So your Mario Peach mm-hmm. or whatever you turn into an elephant. When you jump on, let's say, Yoshi as an elephant, Yoshi actually shows an effect of being under strain because of the significant size of the elephant on Yoshi's back. Ouch. So what I'm envisioning <laughs> is just a reverse of the cat strain pulling hog. I have seen the Yoshi. Yes. That's good. I like that. Anyhow. What do we do we feel like the summer rework was was substantial enough? It's changed the way she's being played. Oh, um yeah. Like that, it, it, in in substantial in that regard, it's just the way like they had talked about this rework. 
I had envisioned it as being like stratospheric in significance with respect to Sombra. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. I mean, we don't get to see like pro play impact, I guess. Um, in the game itself, when you know it's competitive or quick play, you never really get an idea of like uh, how big it is. Of course, she's she's appearing more, but who knows what that entails for like top level play, right? If at all. Yeah, I guess we're going to see top level play in the Overwatch World Cup at BlizzCon. That's mm, a good point, actually. We may actually see Sombra. I was going to say, it would be really interesting to see how Sombra would have fit into things with this rework, but I guess we will get to see a little bit of that, maybe. Yeah. Well, the director's take has said that the rework has resulted in a Sombra win rate increase of 4 to 5%. Is, is that good? <laughs> Do we, <laughs> did we need that? <laughs> yeah, it's a good I... t- for the people. I'm not sure. Yeah, as a she still, player, she definitely know. still feels dishonest. If <laughs> did did not fix that, I don't. Well, I don't think they can. The, like, <laughs> they're like, how do you? Yeah. The only way to to fix the dishonesty is either take away cloak or take away hack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's she is a hacker, I guess. That comes with the territory. Yeah. yeah you know what they could do? Mm-hmm. They could give her a purple orb that she could throw out that would just glom onto people automatically and follow them around the map, keeping them hacked. Yeah, maybe. I'm playing against her. She could could actually, you know, have a a yellow sort of cube that she could throw at allies that would then hack them to be, you know, performing in an enhanced ability. And then you have brought both Moira and Sombra together to have the most dishonest character in the game. <laughs> I'm playing against her. If you if you're like a team that coordinates a little bit, it is okay. But if you're like stranded, uh, a support, that's it's really tough to mm-hmm. go like a one v one against her. Really tough. But I do like yeah. the little. Um, there's almost like a new game to play. Like when you try to hunt her down, it's 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 more interesting because you can kind of guess where she is or where she tosses. You know, oh, that's where she went, and not just like who the hell knows where she is at in this entire map. So it's a little bit more engaging to try and hunt her down. I guess that's fair. I still like playing Brig to counter her because you just swing your little oh, flail and for sure. hit her eventually. That's always on fun. the topic of dishonest characters. <laughs> No, Brig is Brig is the okay. bring, most honest bring back character. Bring OG Brig. Okay, okay. I love Brig so much, and she's gonna get a new just, skin, new new Lacerafim skin. So I I wish Brig and Ryan could like combine shields. Wasn't that supposed to be a thing with PVE or something? That was gonna be in like the PVE. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I, th- yeah, I think so she it, should be able to jump onto his head, sit on his shoulders, and put her shield up, and it'd be like. Uh, just protecting no, no, a no. little tiny bit more. Torb, Torb should have the ability that he can jump onto like you know tank characters and then attach his turret to them. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy! We should like just give uh, we should give Torb Ryan's hammer and then. Hey, if the way I play Torb, you <laughs> might as well. Cause... So, like, can you imagine the reach? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Equally as fun, I'd like to see Ryan with Torb's hammer. Drag the hammer around the map. (laughs) 
I think Torb with the, uh, or I mean Ryan with Torb's little hammer would be good fun too. That'll be amazing. Gotta get real close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like almost uh, Shawshank okay, okay. Redemption esque, right? With that little. But, yeah, yeah. Does does Ryan does Ryan get the same amount of damage that the Torb hammer does? Yeah. Because like that Torb that Torb hammer can can deal out some serious damage. Mm-hmm. So just saying, like. Sure, I'll get up close and personal and bash your head in with a little Torb Hamler. And then they should give him the, you should try my meatballs uh, voice line while they're at it. <laughs> no problems whatsoever for me on that front. Um, last thing, we get to find out who the new hero is at BlizzCon. I think we already talked about that. MAGA? Like, do you think it would be anything other than MAGA at this point? I mean, they'll be trolling at this point if it's not, I guess. Jetpack Cat. You know what would be cool is they like the the you know how they'll, they'll do it via a cinematic like that's what's going to probably happen mm-hmm. and it opens up with like you know Blizzard da, 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 Entertainment da 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 and all of a sudden this cat comes flying by on a jetpack like seriously <laughs> that would be the next level stuff the next hero would be uh, the fifth one we're getting uh, I guess you know for like Overwatch two with Overwatch two you mean we got Sojourn um, Junker Queen. Kiriko, Ilari, and now it's the fifth. Or did I miss anyone? Did we get Ram and yeah, two? Ramatra? Oh, Ramat, Ramatra as well. Yeah. Hmm. So it'll be the sixth. I like the pace. It's it's pretty good. It is, honestly, it is good, and it's good that they and they're all kind of kind of great, kind of great characters as well. Life Weaver. Oh, That's there we go. Another. Wow. So it's like seven already. Speaking speaking of great characters, there's also Life Weaver, who everyone loved when he first dropped. Yeah, man, it's like, and just one DPS out of the bunch in Sojourn, and they always said they were going to do that because they wanted to balance things. Well, out. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, like it's entirely thirty-eight DPS heroes in the game. Mm-hmm. Come on, now we can have forty-eight. It's all good," <laughs> said the DPS mate. You know what they could really do? Shake things up and have the two types of DPS. Oh man, the defense <laughs> and the offense characters that you used to have. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Symmetra mm. was a support as well. Yeah, she was, yeah. wasn't she? The only I, didn't play, I, I, yeah, I, I barely played the beta, though. I don't barely remember that. And I did play, like, from release date, but I never got... I, I barely played, and I bar- I couldn't even get to competitive uh, in the first season. I got into competitive in the second. I didn't have... I thought mm. you... I remember you needed to have, like, 25... Be level twenty five or something fifty. Oh, level twenty. Uh, yeah, I think it was. It was. I want to say fifty, but it might have been level twenty five or fifty wins or something like mm, that. Like yeah. it was. You needed that threshold before competitive unlocked. Kind of upset me that I never got the prove you knew how to play the game. The icon for the season one competitive hmm. uh, thing because I had all of the other ones. That's cool. Well, I remember the first season I played competitive. It wasn't that bad, and then the second season, and as I'm doing my placements, my SR dropped like below wood tier with it was and it got to i was actually i want to say a second season they introduced the cap and so my brother and i could not play to, together in competitive even though mm-hmm. he was really one tier above yeah, they had that because sub, of the bsr gap sub 500 thing i remember overwatch 2 i i started uh on bronze because i got disconnected like Eight times and on the first day, <laughs> they're like, "This guy's a lever. We're throwing him in." <laughs> Every, everybody was a lever, and I, I just couldn't stop playing. Anyways, <laughs> took a while to climb back to like 
platinum gold was a rough going. I do. Mm. I do wonder what's going to happen if we don't get Malga. Wow. Because I don't know who else they've hinted at. Imagine they come up with Malga and he's like a support. <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> then it's not Malga that's coming out at BlizzCon if it's a, it comes out as a support. I hope the cinematic, he walks out and he's just like, let me introduce the new tank hero. And then he introduces someone else. <laughs> and, uh, and everyone's like, what? Then I'll know Blizzard is back. Finally. That's right. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, here we are. End of an episode. Nice and short. Didn't go an hour. That's okay. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time. BlizzCon will have come and gone. We'll have something to talk about, at least about the game. Probably more teams will have made adjustments. Who knows when the vote's happening? Maybe it's happened. Maybe we get to talk about that. Or we'll just speculate. Yeah. That's what we do. I mean, it's kind of weird that we don't know what we're doing next season either. And it's contingent on a league that we have no say in. And we're not getting a cut of a, you know, a peace be with you fee. That'd be nice. Like if the content creators like us got, got a little extra I mean, thrown our way for, you're an, for what we put in. You're an investor in overactive media, aren't you? So you, you get a cut. Okay. So I, I, okay. I didn't share <laughs> this, this in, works, right? in the show at the top, but enthusiastic gaming, which may or may not have a relationship with the Titans for all we know, mm-hmm. uh, they are voluntarily delisting themselves from the NASDAQ. So how's that work? Essentially they're, they're well, no, um, they are still going to be listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange, but their mm. share price had dropped below the threshold that is required to be listed on NASDAQ. Face uh, oh, Clan. They're, they're bronze, uh, bronze tier now. <laughs> well, not even. Um, <laughs> below the sub 500. They, they, they're, they're below the threshold as to which you can actually play competitive in the NASDAQ. <laughs> wow. Uh, it, should go, it should head over to Quick Play. <laughs> uh, but as an investor, uh, I, I mean, who knows? Maybe I will have, you know, 20 cents. Sent to me. Wonderful. The stamp will probably cost more. <laughs> At least it'll cost them, not you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what final words of wisdom do you have for all of our listeners this week, guys? Well, now that Overwatch is a uh, Microsoft joint officially, I think we should follow suit and announce that we're focusing on Excel. And <laughs> the name of the show will be Ready, Set, Pivot Table. Ready, Set, Pivot Table. Team RSPT. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Jordan well to quote the infamous again speaking of the Microsoft deal to quote the infamous Clippy it looks like you're trying to reconsider my legacy would you like help and you can click yes, yes or no there and then you know yeah yeah Blizzard has clicked Clippy yes. will provide you help yeah Clippy Blizzard clicked yes and Clippy is coming in to save the day He's Maybe the they'll announce Malga with Clippy. That would be cool. I mean, I'm all for Clippy. <laughs> me too. Like, give me. Who could have a Clippy skin? Like, is there anyone? Man, he's too skinny. Maybe Echo. Say, is, that's that's where my brain went first too. She's oh, mechanical gosh. enough. Could have Echo is Clippy with Clippy voice lines. That'd be oh, amazing. That'd be scary as hell. <laughs> Echo has some scary, <laughs> scary skins. <laughs> You guys follow the news around the National Football League at all, NFL? Uh, with respect to Taylor Swift, but 
nothing yeah, else. I mean, that's, is there any other news? <laughs> uh, so for those of you who don't follow the NFL, uh, a player in the NFL is allegedly uh, seeing Taylor Swift. And I say allegedly because it's not yet confirmed, though she's up in the box hanging out with his mom and all that jazz. Um, but I thought, you know, what better way than use a Taylor Swift joke uh, to, you know, wrap up dad jokes for the, uh, the Halloween season. Uh, but why didn't the vampire attack Taylor Swift? She was too swift. That's what I was going to no. say too. <laughs> no, good guess, but no, it's because she has bad blood, bad blood. <laughs> oh yeah. I got it. I got it. <laughs> do ding, do ding, do ding, do ding, do ding. I can't, you know, sing it because I don't listen to Taylor Swift. But I was going to say, the, the tune, there we go. The tune Earning just our... did sounded a lot more like a Billie Eilish song, I'm just going to say. Oh, we're we're going to get our uh, copyright infringement. You know what? I should have just gone with another song. Like, you know, let's give them pumpkin to talk about. Uh, no. I have another one. You know why she would never fit with a crowd of uh, competitive Overwatch players? Why not? She's too quick to go, I'm the problem, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What kind of music do mummies like? Rap music. Of course they do. Wait, hold on. I'm not not getting the mummies. W-R-A-P. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The rap music. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's enough. Everyone knows vampire puns suck. (laughs) That was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to uh, get more of these horrible dad jokes, uh, make sure you tune in two weeks' time. Um, and you can listen to some of the previous dad jokes by looking at our back catalog. You can find that at readysetphone.com, the broken website that has a widget that works. You can find us on X at readysetphone. You can join our Discord, discord.io slash readysetphone. And on Facebook, apparently we still have an account because someone mm. engaged with it last week. And that uh, shocked me because I couldn't understand why the RSP logo was showing up on my Facebook feed. But on behalf of Omni at Omni Strike, Jordan Astor, Dr. JM, the host of the One Man Watchpoint podcast, and myself, Chris at Life Force, catchphrase.